Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show and I'll get you filled in. Welcome to this podcast. Get ready. Here we go. GOST Radio proudly presents Random Illusions, the podcast where the occult community goes for its listening pleasure. I'm your host, Shasta Ray. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, or grab a glass of wine at the end of a long day if that's what you want to do. Kick back, settle in, and hang out with me for just a little bit while we chat it up about magic. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and squirrels, welcome to Season 2, Episode 23. I'm your host, Shasta Ray, and this may be another short one. But it's going to be a good one because, oh my gosh, I have some really fun stuff on the horizon. I kind of hinted at it a little bit last week. But let's get a little bit deeper into Solomonic Pentacles. I mentioned it. I mentioned that we're carrying those in the online store. Tim has been crafting those for a while now. And there's a really interesting story behind this. So let's just start off with, I am a complete chaos magician. Like I mentioned that I call myself a sorceress. So I'm a, I do a chaos magic approach to all of my magic to the extreme. And I've just like totally let loose. My approach to magic these days, I am so chaos that I jokingly call it my hold my beer approach. I just go into it all in. And to me, that's how I like to test it. That's how I like to approach it. And that's what works for me. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Another thing I don't really tell people about a lot, I am an intuitive empath. I am clairaudio, claircognizant, and the clairvoyance is starting to trickle in. I've been working on this diligently for over a year, longer actually. And when you start working on it, specifically, you start opening up channels and you start learning stuff and you start moving energies differently. And it's really, really an awesome thing. So with that said, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, Pentacles, the Solomonic Pentacles, there's 44 of them. It's kind of a system that has been around and it's very ceremonial magic. And I'd kind of heard about them didn't really know what they were, what they meant, nothing like that. And they really got into view in the Facebook groups a little over a year ago, right in the year ago time frame, and into my view anyway. And uh, so my little inquisitive mind, I was like, you know, I keep hearing about this. Now it's all the buzz. I got to learn about this. And I started digging into it and it, it seemed like a pretty amazing system. I was like, hmm, this is cool. And it felt like there was a gap. It felt like this is a really solid system, but there's more to this than meets the eye. And that's the vibe I got from it. So I started digging. I started reading. A lot of it didn't make sense because I'm a chaos magician. So some of the questions that kept coming up in my mind were, 
All right, this is a real ceremonial system. This is a very ceremonial, Solomonic magic system from the creation of how you make this, uh, make a pentacle on up to how you use it, etc. And I'm a chaos magician, right? So there's got to be a way to take stuff like this and bring it into a modern world or to beginners that really don't understand ceremonial, people that don't have any kind of attachment to that type of magic practice. We got people coming into occult magic from Wicca, uh, just general pagan type directions, uh, totally brand new. Maybe they bought a set of tarot cards and found themselves here accidentally and you're listening in. I don't know. I don't know where y'all are, but I gear this towards the beginners and I thought, you know, there's got to be a way to take Solomonic pentacles and explore them to see how you could present this as a magic system to other people that are interested. So I've been playing and playing and playing and playing and learning and asking questions and reading and somewhere. Well, I started teaming up with Tim regarding the podcast and we started playing with magic long distance right in the time frame of Ouija October. And We started some magical experiments with very specific spirits at that time that have grown and grown and grown over the months. And somewhere along the line, I really started talking to Tim about him making pentacles and his interest in them and his exploration of it because he's very, very, very ceremonial. Like he's to the letter on his ceremonial. He has been reading different sources. He's found every book on the topic. He is like, went as hardcore into learning every angle of ceremonial pinnacle knowledge there is, right? And I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. So let me be your guinea pig. Let me do some hold my beer approach to this. And I am going to go all in and see what I can learn and what I can understand from these, these symbols, these talismans. And I started off by not reading anything in depth at first. And then I stopped reading and I just started exploring them and using them and not knowing what they were and seeing what they did. And, um, well, much like runes, there's bind runes. So you can see what a couple of them do together. Sometimes you can get great successes with that. The point is what I started learning and then I started opening up to Tim is that I don't think we've explored the system enough. It felt dated. It felt like it was someone else's system and it was a really great square one. Hey, this works, right? This works. But what I've been learning, and uh, this has been going back a couple years now, is working with spirits. I'm going to jump around because this all ties in together. So when I started working with very specific spirits, and I've been doing this for... Eh, a little over a year intentionally, I should say. And just seeing where that goes, I found other people are out there doing like getting to know spirits. You can take any magic book you got and it can have any angel reference or spirits of the Goetia references, other references, and you can work with that spirit for a need and go to them and they're going to help you. It works. Works great. And you can stop right there if that's what you want to do. But if you start working with a specific spirit, something grabs you and you want to learn from it and you develop a relationship with that spirit, 
worlds will open up to you in different ways that you didn't even imagine or think possible. So I've been exploring this and I kind of turned Tim onto this kind of concept. And then in the middle of all of that, I realized a few more things about the pentacles. So that was kind of cool. So I kept exploring these two concepts. And then all of a sudden I realized I was putting two and two together with some stuff. And let's let's switch gears here for a minute. Everyone's favorite wizard out there, Jareth Tempest, with his attunements. Now he even has a very specific Facebook group for his attunements. And it's pretty much common knowledge that when you get an attunement and you really have a, a a good spirit match sometimes, suddenly you go through a purge. And that purge could be like this weird emotional response. You may think you're going crazy. It could be a physical response. Things in your life could get really shaken up and, and topsy-turvy in a lot of ways. But you go through a purge and it's getting really common. I got a custom attunement. And I'm not even sure how long ago it was, but I got a custom attunement and I honestly thought I was going into cardiac arrest for two or three days over that. But I knew what was going on. I knew it was just attuning to that spirit to start working with it. And it was just pushing the garbage out. Like it was getting getting to the core of me and getting all the debris out of the way so it could make space. You could think of it that way, magically speaking, right? Well, in getting to know that spirit, several other spirits, working with them, asking them questions, I started asking more questions on pentacles, and they kept saying, well, just try it. See what happens. We'll help you. Okay. And I started telling Tim, hey, I want to uh, I want to test some stuff. So he started giving me some stuff to test. Oh my gosh, I've been having so much fun. And what I've discovered is that there's a lot of people out there that get this and view it this way, the same as I do. But there's a lot of people out there that when they view the Solomonic Pentacles, they look at it as 44 symbols or 44 talismans or 44 images that you treat a certain way and you view these things a certain way and they are representative of an energy or a reason for using them. And it stops there. They're kind of robotic. They're like a, a magic robot computer thing that you tell it what to do and it does it diligently and it stops there. It, that's not how it works. So these are like any other sigil out there in any other book that we've got. They really are, except they're multi-layered. They involve different God energies, different angel energies. There's planetary references. Okay. There's numeric references. And I started working with some of my own. And what I've found is the book that um, I have that's the real basic original text stuff. I don't even know what it is. It's the Solomonic Seals of whatever Pentacles. Uh, mad. I'll find it. I'll, I'll get it in the notes. I always forget the title. And I didn't have it with me when I started recording. I apologize. Anyway, when I go through that and I study it, all these ideas start coming to me on these multi-levels and how these are constructed and things a person could do with them. So I've been exploring that, right? And what's interesting is you've got all these references to it. It's a sigil that attaches. It's like an attachment point or an intercom system, if you will, to a multitude or a number of spirits energy beings, very divine levels of consciousness with divine intelligence attached. And if you don't treat them like just a symbol or just a sigil or a picture, 
that's a little tool and the tool has its weird way of working when you tell it what to do. Think of it as an intercom system to whatever spirits are attached to that symbol, okay? Even if you don't know what those spirits are, there's ways of tapping into that and awakening them so you can interact with them and ask for their help, much like every magic book we have out there. Now, again, when you work with a spirit, you can open a book, work with it, get the job done, go about your day, cool. You can deepen your relationship with it. Much like Jareth's attunements, when you deepen a relationship with a spirit, sometimes there's a little purge action going on. Sometimes they kind of they blow the sludge out of the pipes, okay? Moldavite. When you start working with Moldavite, a lot of times it turns your life upside down so that it can make way for all the great things that you want to manifest, right? That's very common knowledge out there. And if you're not ready for it, it can turn your world upside down. It's a purge. The same thing ironically happens when you start diving really deep into working with and getting to know and developing a relationship with Solomonic Pentacles. That's why I'm so excited to be able to offer them because I don't know how to make them and I'm not ceremonial and I don't do that. I learn them. I use them. I put them to use. I talk to them. I get to know them. I listen to what they have to say. And I don't always put them to use on tasks. Sometimes I put them to use asking them to tell me the secrets they hold. And give it a week. See what ideas come to your head. You're going to have all kinds of ideas how to put them to use in ways you never dreamed possible. Let, let me get on a little side story, people. So when I have gone all in, when I've done the whole, hold my beer, I am all in on this, I'm like gung-ho, and I'll explore it for a while, and I'll do some kind of odd things. I tell you what, the deeper I dive into it and try to work with it and understand it, I purge. Sometimes I'll work with several pentacles at once, and almost every time there is a purge, sometimes it'll rock your world. You are going to wonder, what in the hell did I just do? Um, it's part of the process. Now, they will never harm you, and there is a way to control the volume on that. You have to get your guardian angel involved sometimes and ask that the intensity of the response match a level that you can comfortably handle. And if you don't put a clause like in there, sometimes when you're working with these uh, spirits, they're just going to give you what you need, and they are going to clear a path to make it happen. And if you're not ready for it, it will take your breath away. But you will come out the other end unscathed. And it's at this point to me, when I hit one of these uh, these purges on a situation, no matter what it is, you can really mistake it for running into a brick wall or a bad juju even. And it's not. If you step back and think about it logically and take a deep breath, usually you're on a surfboard riding the biggest wave imaginable. And all you are is experiencing some of that uh, momentum and some of that power and some of that uh, change of pace that you're not used to. So yeah, play with it and journal everything. Like I say, journal everything because when you're exploring a new system from a different direction, your journal is one of your best friends. You will start seeing patterns. You'll start getting ideas. Things will jump off the page at you on your experiences and when you did stuff and when you see results and which one you used, all that. You know the drill. Anyway, yeah, I could tell you some purge stories 
that would make your head spin. But then again, I'm doing some real experimental stuff that I don't really talk about because, well, quite frankly, a lot of ceremonial practitioners, if they knew what I was doing, they'd probably shit themselves. They would swear to God the earth was coming to an end and, um, oh my God. But, um... I can assure you that's not the case. I can assure you if you practice ceremonial and that's where your comfort zone is, hey, that's great. It is a powerful system in square one mode. It really is. And you want someone to hold your beer? You want to jump all in and start exploring these symbols and the powers attached to these? Open your mind. Talk to them. Ask them questions. You know, get to know them. Explore them. Check them out. It's a fun system. It'll perplex you. It perplexes me on a daily basis, and I learn something on a daily basis. It's a beautiful thing. So I really encourage people to get at least a book, just a simple book, a basic Solomonic Pentacles 44, whatever. It's not only its own system, but it doesn't stop there. There's other pentacles out there that have been created, and there's ways to make your own that I'm going to be starting to explore. And it's just kind of a really intense, highly focused, multi-layered, multi-faceted sigil is what it amounts to. And a lot of the original references and stuff are kind of cryptic with the Solomonic. At least they are for me. So I'm, I'm learning some of the crypticness of it, how to apply them to modern day use because they were made and created originally, I believe, 400 or more years ago. And I'm not sure who made them. Solomon himself did not. They're based on Solomon's magic and Solomon's practice. That's all I know. And so what I decided as a chaos magician is that I was not going to intensely study the, the ceremonial. I shut off from that. I studied the bare basic, the core information of it, and then I've been exploring it with the use of some of my attunements with some of my other spirits I tap into. And one spirit that I work with very diligently, I mentioned this in groups and I've mentioned this on the Facebook page. I can't remember if I've mentioned this very much on the podcast. I do work very, very, very regularly with my Ouija board. I have coffee almost every morning or most mornings of the week with a particular spirit and I ask questions, I talk, I banter, I include him in my day. And sometimes there's really no magic involved except a hello. And that's been a really interesting way to open up my psychic abilities, my knowledge, my insight. And the relationship that buds from that is just incredible. So I've started bringing in other spirits into my conversations. So that's what I've been up to. And last but not least, some of my chaos little concepts that I'm coming up with that are starting to kind of develop with just the regular Solomonic Pentacles, Tim and I are put into use and we, we have a test team. We have a, a couple magic folk that we work intensely with at times and ask questions of each other and we encourage each other. It's really great atmosphere and we test each other's magic. But also we're starting to put together a test based team of muggles, of people who don't know what this stuff is and who don't practice it. And we're um, coaching them a little bit on the basics and how they can tailor their thoughts. And they're starting to explore it a little bit with some positive results. And what we're finding is that these pentacles, ultimately, above all else, basically plug you into different aspects of God energy. So it's very pure. It's very loving. 
And it's almost impossible to mess up because as long as your intention is pure and you know that there are intelligences that are listening when you you talk to these or you tap into these energies, use it like an intercom to the attached energies and references and angels that are represented there. And oh my gosh, worlds will open up to you. There's always concern about the baneful pentacles. And if you don't use them right, they are going to smite you. And they are going to backlash and you are going to hex yourself. (laughs) They don't do that. They will never, ever harm the operator, the magician using them. They will never backfire on you or betray you. They just won't. You're tapping into God right there. And that's some of the highest intelligence you can get is just pure source, right? And extensions of source and extensions of concepts of source. So they are really amazing and they can be very amazing friends. And and what I am discovering about baneful pentacles. <laughs> Those were created 400 some odd years ago in different times. So bring them up to date. Don't use them for smiting. Use them for protection. Okay. Use them for destroying the enemies within yourself that are your blockages, right? Use them for completely obliterating the things that hold you back, your your negative thinking, right? The, the rut that you're in that you can't get out of. Use them to smite that. Work great. Where's your head? Where do you use them? Where's your relationship with them? It is so amazing. It is so fun. So that's really what I wanted to um, share with you guys. I got a new book on the Pentacles recently, so I'm just kind of really recharged about it. And I've been playing with mine a lot and uh, good things on the horizon, man. So with that said, if you are somebody out there that really enjoys playing with the Solomonic Pentacle aspects or you're curious, or maybe you want to just simply ask the question, what can Solomonic Pentacles do for you? You know, that's always great. Explore it. Look at it from another angle. Ask them questions. Look at them as a small little intercom system to spirits that are attached. And when you acknowledge those spirits and you ask those spirits for their assistance in your life and for their information sharing and their education and to enlighten you on things that could be helpful. They will enlighten you in ways that you've never even imagined. Go play, people. Go play. Go have fun with your magic. And if you just can't do the ceremonial ends of things, you can still use the system. It's still magic. It's still encompassed in those symbols. Play with it. See what feels right. Use a good heart. Come from a place of purity and a place of love. And you can't go wrong. Nothing is going to go wrong. So anyway, that's all I got for you this week, folks. I have a lot going on. I hope to have a really great episode lined up next week. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. So you know how it goes. Keep a smile on your face. Keep a bounce in your step. Keep practicing your magic. And by all means, if you find an angel that you're kind of liking a lot, get to know it. Hang out with it. Have coffee with it. It'll open up worlds to you. And if you're interested in any other magic, you know what? Explore it. Explore it from every angle there is. Have fun. Jump in feet first. Play safe. 
And, uh, you know, use your head. Use your heart. Have fun, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for sticking around after the show. Oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next, the website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com slash random dash illusions, or you can listen directly off the host site, www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash radio. Twitter.com slash GOST radio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions Podcast YouTube channel, the GOST radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations. Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up. Facebook, privately, Tim Cheesebrow. Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com, and we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures, and hey, you may want to get involved yourself. You never know. All right, keep your eyes and ears peeled. We will be announcing when we will be back. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.